0: Welcome to the Green Renine Publishing Podcast. Since the year 2000, Green Renine has been at the forefront of the hobby game industry. This podcast brings that world to life, with news, interviews, and opinions direct from the Emerald City. Join us as we talk about role-playing games, card games, conventions, game design, and all things Green Ronin. Hello and welcome to the Green Ronin podcast. This is episode four, coming to you live from our Thursday game night here at Green Ronin Headquarters. Uh, We're together here with our usual crew of miscreants, who we do role-playing, board games, and uh, a lot of drinking with, and uh, we thought it would be fun to do a kind of lighthearted holiday season episode uh, before we got to Christmas, so uh, I'm going to have the gang go around the table and introduce themselves, starting with you, Nicole.
1: Uh, Hi, I'm Nicole. I'm the general manager of Greener Neen, and uh, I cook for game night. That's my role.
2: I cook very well. Yes. I'm Ray Winninger. I'm the corporate sellout that participates in Game Night.
3: <laughs> uh, I'm Jess LeBeau. I'm, I'm just a Green Morning groupie. I've uh, been coming to Game Night for a million years now. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's all I have to say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jess is a groupie and, oh, a novelist and the guy who wrote Guild Wars. So Just yeah. that guy. Just
3: a groupie. Couple, couple yeah. few things. groupie comes first.
4: Um, I'm Evan, I'm Green Ronin's webmaster, do a little editing here and there. Uh, I've been coming to game night for a million and a half years. Ooh. Yes, you have.
0: have. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Missing tonight is Tim, who uh, could not make the recording session, but he's here in spirit.
2: <laughs> Indeed, always.
0: He will argue about rules from beyond. <laughs> uh, so, uh, rather than uh, just blatantly pimp greenery rain stuff uh, we thought it would be fun to just uh talk about some games that we like and uh perhaps in a top three format is what we were thinking so i'm just going to start going with some categories and we're going to have some discussions uh and I think top
2: that... three we should explain the, yes. the the inspiration is you guys have all see the movie high fidelity where they do that thing all the time with like top five of all time top three of all time we do that at game night so Top three of all time. Chris, kick us off.
0: Alright, I think we're gonna kick off with role playing adventures. Top three of all time go.
2: Top three of all time. Jess.
0: Oh god. Uh,
3: <laughs> top, top three of all time adventures. Um the, the
2: the giant stuff, the original. Oh yes, against the giants. Oh, against the giants. <laughs> yes. And and what were the names of those? Do you remember? <laughs> um, the steading
0: of the, the, steading hill, giant of the chief, hill giant chief, the, the glacial rift, rift of the frost, frost giant, Charles, Hall of the Far giant, yes. giant king. That's correct.
1: Oh, it's like in stereo. <laughs> wow, <laughs> stereo. I am not worthy. I am not worthy. <laughs> <laughs> we had
0: some fun times in King sneers halls.
2: Certainly. Those are truly. Art. So those are your top three, literally the giants. Yeah, or are you well, counting I, as one? I, I
3: was counting as one. I mean, I, I think. Uh, that's the first thing that comes to mind. I, I think the, the giant stuff was great. I got, I got, I had this character that when I first came to Wizards of the Coast to, to work in the book publishing department, um, I was invited to join this game that had been a long-standing. It was a TSR and it had moved over, and, it, to, to Wizards and I was there and uh, at lunch and I went and I I opened up the it was second edition, I opened up the player's handbook and every person in the room was listed in the credits. So that was kind of a cool, cool. <laughs> Um, experience and I, made, I played this character I hadn't played in years, and I, I was playing with this this group of professionals, and and I myself was a professional, and and um, uh, I played up to like fifth or sixth level, and then we moved from this homegrown campaign into one of the giants' uh, adventures, and I and I was like I was like gung ho fighter, right, and I I got I got squashed flat. And, and killed, and I, you know, there's something about losing one of those characters that you've built up from first level all the way, you know, re- magic weapons and everything, and, I don't know, it, it was a terif- terrifying, terrible experience, but it was very dear to my heart. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> terrible experience that you enjoyed. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to have to give a shout-out to Shadows Over Bogenhofen for Warhammer Fantasy Worldwide. Uh, That's uh, probably my favorite of the uh, the older Warhammer adventures. It's very much uh, got a kind of a Cthulhu feel to it, but it's steeped in the Warhammer world, so it's you know full of uh, mystery and chaos and a nice big juicy plot, and at the end, if you screw it up, the whole town can be eaten by demons, so that's always good that. fun.
2: Love that. I give major props to I-6, which is the original Ravenloft Adventure designed by Tracy Hickman, which mm-hmm. was just absolutely brilliant. There's this cool mechanic that was leased through the entire adventure. It all all had to do with the the, uh, there's a a gypsy-like race, and they'd tell your fortune, and they'd flip these cards. And the adventure was designed in such a way that whatever cards you flipped up actually sort of dictated what was going to happen for the rest of the adventure and where the locations were and everything like that. And it was just just brilliantly designed. It was just fantastic, super fun to play.
0: Excellent. Any other adventures?
1: I have one. Go. I think Broken Covenant of Calibre for Ars Magica. Uh Uh-huh. Um... And, and I have to admit that I did not play a lot of pre-published adventures when I was right. role-playing because I've always role-played with a bunch of super creative, that. like, professionals who were... Did you
2: ever role-play not with professional game uh, designers, ever? Yeah,
1: it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> <Do> you, <laughs> it really did.
3: Do you know how I started role-playing? I, I was in grade school, and there was a group of kids that played D&D uh, on the um, the... The, a recess on the playground, right? They would go into the corner and they'd take out their battle mat and the giant map and they'd roll dice but we, we didn't do that. We would just wander around the playground and the, the dungeon master would tell a little story and if what we were going to do was deemed cool enough, then it was successful. There was no dice. We would just wander around for like whatever it was. Did the minutes? jocks beat you up? Oh, <laughs> of course they did. But we played, we made up our own games, right? It was like, we had Air Force, right? We were in the Vietnam War. And of there course. was like, there was like all these different things that we did that, like, the story could be anything. And it was just, if you came up with a cool enough thing to do to uh, overcome the conflict, then you were successful. And it, it wasn't until, um, you know, I think I was in high school that I actually rolled dice playing.
0: Games. But you can't min max that game. You couldn't <laughs> No, but it was we had a good lot of time. Uh yep. I'm sorry. Do yep. you want to uh talk about why you like Broken Covenant?
1: Yeah? Uh I thought it was really well set up like it it made sense. It wasn't um I i had played a couple of other adventures. I'd played um with non-professionals. I'd played through the Castle Amber um adventure. Mm-hmm. And and I had, had perfectly good fun doing that, but it was just like wandering around in a typical D&D kind of and I go into this okay. room and what's in there and I search and I hope I don't get killed a by a slime or a, skins. whatever yes. mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, and 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 Calibet was a real departure from that because it had like a, a it had this great puzzle component I'm totally a puzzle lover so Love there's this great puzzle where you have to follow these animal guides and figure out the order in which to get through this thing and I thought that was really clever and well put together and then all the storytelling stuff really tied in uh, in a in a sensical way and in the in the mm-hmm. dungeon done right as they
2: called it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Do you have one oven? Favorite adventure of all time?
4: Sure. Like I can't remember now if it you know, is actually a good one. Or anything, but I really liked the what was it Sinister Secrets of Salt, Salt Marsh.
2: Marsh. Mm-hmm. Yes, and our, I believe that was you too. <laughs> <it> was definitely <laughs> you. I feel like we have oh. our yeah. librarian yeah. here who can fill us <laughs> in. You one, you two. What was it, Chris? You one, you two.
0: Um, salt marsh it was two it was huge two, it was two because was we two. couldn't find the Maybe other two. <laughs> it was i think it was
2: published in
4: in england i think it was and we couldn't find the uh, any of the other numbers they didn't have those at In games in uh down in portland it was in the mall uh, clackamas oh town In center. games yeah yeah that's where i got my first at bounce. the clackamas town
1: center yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, uh, See, Evan and I, we never yeah, met each that. other until we that's left true. the Portland area, but I've got a lot of similar Ooh, background.
0: That's true. There were a bunch of uh, D&D adventures written by TSR UK. Yeah. Um, yeah. A bunch of them were under the UK numbering system. Yeah. Um, but uh, there's the group that put together the feed and folio as well.
2: Yeah,
4: that's right. So so our group ended up living in the Saltmarsh Mansion, and I, I think we got a, <laughs> a sailing ship out of, the, out of the
0: deal, too. Don't quite remember that. But... Seems like we got a ship. Nice. Yeah. That's well, fine. <laughs> Alright. Let's switch to something different. Console games.
2: Go. Oh. Console games. Best three console consoles or console like like cartridges games. Yeah. Jess?
3: I'm gonna steal it, right? We were talking about this earlier. Yeah. For the N sixty four it's uh Goldeneye 007. best uh best first person shooter um ever. Ever, to this day.
2: Absolutely. Uh, and I'm gonna go with Mario. Whatever it almost doesn't matter which mm-hmm. one. Mario three for the for the SNES. There was uh, Super Mario World for the uh, the the. Or, no, that was the SNES. Mario three was for the NES. Mario sixty four for uh, just just Mario. I'm, I love Mario. Love me some Mario. All right.
0: Uh, I'm gonna go with Knights of the Old Republic for, yeah. for, for yeah. Xbox, uh-huh. which uh, you know, I, we got an Xbox a uh, few Christmases ago. Got KotOR, and uh, Nicole and Kate and I were more or less on eight-hour shifts playing <laughs> KotOR. That was Someone, so awesome. yeah, <laughs> somebody would stay up all night, and then the next person would wake up at seven in the morning, and you know. Who'd swap places and uh, How and much better
2: it. was that than those actual Star Wars movies? By <laughs> way <laughs> you know, Well, does, in fact... Way better.
0: The, the KOTOR plot felt so much more like Star Wars than any of Episodes 1 yeah. through 3. You know, we really, I thought, captured that feel so much more successfully. Well,
1: so much so that you decided you were going to run a KOTOR D&D game or a Star Wars game.
0: Yes, I did. But that Which, didn't get very far. No. Well, we <laughs> were... We, we, could we, don't few,
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we don't talk em, about that get him boy it was yeah. a classic
0: Star Wars D20 dilemma who doesn't want to play a Jedi one person
2: yeah. <laughs> favorite console game
1: Nick Echo the Dolphin
2: yes now available yeah. I'm sorry I, I mentioned before I'm the corporate sellout I work for Microsoft <laughs> I have to mention now available for Xbox 360 on the Xbox Live Arcade Echo the Dolphin you can download and play it anytime and it's like less than five bucks
1: oh i know what i'm doing tomorrow <laughs> so, oh, i love so that what game.
2: console was that
1: uh, sega yeah that's the sega oh, okay. genesis yeah i, I yeah. missed the
4: sega
3: hey as a sub note um for for sega it originally came out saying it's it's available i think on almost every system well maybe not 360 but uh, uh crazy taxi oh, always oh play? Yeah. crazy taxi love um, crazy love taxi
2: it.
1: So uh, I heard James Wallace uh, describe um, what was so great about uh, Echo uh, being that you could just quote prat around being a dolphin," and I was like, <laughs> "James, that's totally correct." I give James his props; it's exactly correct. It was
2: truly a great game. It, it was puzzle, yeah. uh, you know, twitch type stuff. Factor, it's a great game.
1: Or you're just in a certain section of the ocean and you're just doing whatever you want because. You can follow the, the path to go uh, out the secret tunnel in the caverns or whatever. Or you can just continue to roam around. Cause go download like right it for your
2: 360. I get a commission. Go
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I just like That's my vote.
4: I, I would have to say probably Legend of Zelda. Mm, Spent a whole lot of time yes. playing that when I should have been in class in college. So. <laughs> yeah, didn't we all?
0: Yeah. <laughs> so. Did you hit it with your sword? Oh yeah. <laughs> Did you get that? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well done. Uh, Alright. Alright, so
2: I I've got one. Top top of all time. Most fun thing you worked on in your experience in the game industry. Like the funnest project you wow. ever worked on.
1: Oh see that's gonna be harder.
0: That is hard. So hmm. <gasps>
1: Go, right? Um,
2: come on, Chris. You must know. Funnest thing you've worked on. <laughs> then you you just.
0: Uh, you know, it may be Dragon Fist, actually. Um, that was the first project of Minded Wizards that actually was finished. And uh, it was early on in my time there. And uh, it was meant to be this uh, D&D variant of uh, using martial arts stuff as inspiration. And the idea originally was it was going to come out between when uh third edition was announced and when it actually came out so it wasn't supposed to be something that was a big line or whatever it was going to be like a fun sort of alternate experience that you could have to basically kill some time between second and third edition yep. uh with a little kung fu action and it
2: was truly yep. awesome and we're gonna see it again someday right i i <laughs> you you've been threatening to like do something with this forever uh, I've been
0: threatening it may happen um but what was fun about that project was that it was it was early on in my time at Wizards, and I was more or less just left alone to do it. Um, and uh, it wasn't it wasn't anything the big strategic thinkers were worrying about. You know, it was just kind of this one off thing, which means I was just left alone to be creative yep. and get it done. And yep. so that was a good time.
2: Yep. All right. Fair enough. Jess, you gotta have a story. Most fun you've ever had working on something. Yeah,
3: I'm gonna break the mold a little bit here. I'm gonna actually give you my own personal top three. Oh, oh. okay, all um, right. Because I, I may have up. to do some some more. Okay, um, <clears throat> when it comes to computer games, the funnest thing I've ever done, and it's this isn't a project, but the funnest thing I've ever done was work in the the voiceover studio. Nothing will make you feel like a good writer. More than listening to professional voice actors yep. reading your words, and uh, just sitting in a studio uh, with with these pros, I felt like a rock star. Right, I'm there. I'm telling these guys. You know, it was like it was like it was like being yeah. a conductor. You can you're playing an instrument, but that instrument is 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 a person with a voice. And there's I, I don't know. It's the most creative. It's the funnest thing I've ever done. Um, in terms of just simple projects that I've had fun with. Um, you know, I, I I work on these gigantic MMOs, right? These games that take years, and there's almost a hundred people on these, and it's and so to keep my sanity and to keep my sort of creative juices flowing, I always am always writing something on the side. And so this this last book I wrote, um, Obsidian Ridge, was was really fun because you know as you get as you do these, and I'm sure you guys have had this experience, you get better at doing what it is you do each time and I felt like I took a big step this last time so it was really fun but it was you know it's all mine right and that's that's really really great Um, the third thing is uh, the when I first got into the, the paper gaming industry I was a, I was a beer distributor before I got into the gaming industry, and when I got in, I was uh, a ma- noble
2: profession, I, sir. It, 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 I was a beer <laughs> consumer <laughs> after I got and, into the gaming industry, and, I like and, that.
3: and are still to this day, as far as I <laughs> yeah, understand. <so. laughs> uh, I I was a Magic line editor, and I was working on uh, Magic: The Gathering, and we were we were working on Mercadian masks at the time, and. Uh, actually, it was it was the Urza Saga, but I hadn't really got my feet under me. Urza Saga, Urza's Legacy, Urza's Destiny, and eh, you know. But when we got to Mercadian Mass, we were sort of ahead of the curve. And we loved, you know, I'd played this game for a very, very long time before I got there. And uh, to be able to, one of my friends at the time described it as, being like an astronaut, right? Like we all played this game and now yeah, I was right. in charge of the story for it and, and that was a really cool experience because we were in charge of it and that, you know, we're, we've all been in this a long time, right? And there's, there are ups and downs but when you're first in it, you're so excited about everything you're doing and how great is this and I can't believe oh, I did yeah. this And, and that, was, that was the moment I, where I look back at things. <laughs> yeah. And you think, God, I, I can't believe I do this for a living. That
4: that was, those those are my three. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I would have to say "Walk the Blank," mm-hmm. mainly because you know it's the only thing that's really mine that got published.
0: So,
2: and you it's know. an exceptionally fun game available
0: what? now from Green Run Publishing. <laughs>
2: <That's> <laughs> www.greenrun.com. <laughs> Thanks, I, corporate Show. I, I love the game.
1: <laughs> I do too. I love. Well, I love trick-taking games, yeah. and and I think it's yeah. a very cute, clever, funny game. I was so wow, happy you. that you had it to offer yeah. up to us. <laughs>
4: um, you know, we we actually basically developed the whole game about 12 years ago, maybe 13 by now, uh, with Rubicon Games. And you know we never had the money to put out anything, really. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I just sat on it forever. I showed it to Chris actually before Green Ronin had formed. He was, I think, still with, he had moved to Seattle and
1: was freelancing,
4: was, yeah. Freelancing and and Ronin publishing was still kind of oh, right. uh, puttering along, mm-hmm. and uh,
0: that's my old company,
4: yeah. And he was kind of like, Oh, yeah, okay,
0: yeah.
1: Chris, not so versed in the trick taking <laughs> games, so I Which enjoy Walk the Plank quite a bit, right?
0: On. <laughs> you know, I think a lot of people are surprised yeah. by Walk the Plank because it's. It's published by Green Ronin, but it's not what you'd really consider to be like a gamer's game. It's yeah. a casual game, something that you could pull out, you know, over Christmas Day and play yeah. with your family, and you could teach them how to play in five minutes. And yeah. you know, oh, my
1: grandma would be a shark at that game. Right? She mm-hmm. loves those
0: games. Yeah. So it's not you know it's not like a war game with cards or anything like that. It's just a fun, mm-hmm. um, you know, family game.
1: Yeah, I love it, Nick. Uh yeah, funnest thing I ever worked on, huh? Have you had fun working (laughs) on (laughs) anything? Ever (laughs) (laughs) This podcast. Yes. Um
2: Another couple glasses of wine and Nick will tell you about all the fun she's had. had All the fun.
1: fun. Uh Adventures Unlimited was the most fun. (laughs) Yes
2: I remember it very well. You know, uh,
1: it was a it was a similar situation to this group here and that um, uh, I was living in Vancouver and I was um, uh, I was up there on a visitor's visa because my husband was going to grad school so I couldn't go to school I couldn't work I just kind of roamed around or sat at home and did crafts and things (laughs) played a lot of Echo the the Dolphin (laughs) Um, uh, and then I very timidly like introduced myself by email to Nigel Finley and kind of very timidly suggested that maybe we could meet in person because we both lived in Vancouver, and really, I wasn't a scary stalker or anything. And, uh, and by the
2: way, look, Nigel Findlay. Uh, Cheers, uh, absolutely. Who misses Nigel Findlay? Definitely. I do, absolutely.
1: So, so it was Nigel who like brought me into his writers group, and it was supposed to be a writers group, and you know, Nigel was the most accomplished of any of us. Uh, and a lot of it was, we meet at the bar <laughs> down the <laughs> block from Nigel's house, and there was a lot of drinking and a lot of bullshitting, and occasionally we get together <laughs> play games or whatever, and somebody said, well, you know, we're, there's a dearth of magazines, we need to do a magazine, and we need to do it differently, and what are we going to do? It's got to appeal to a lot of people, and, you know, it can't just be the same old thing, like, I had experience working on White Wolf magazine, and, and Stuart Wick god bless him and said he wouldn't wish magazine publishing on anyone and he was so yeah, correct all yeah, <laughs> sure sure right whiskey but i you know stars in my eyes just like oh, i've got experience and we all you know was like hey kids let's put on a show we passed the hat around and we got together money to to do it but it was a lot of fun like every issue we had different adventures and not just like it wasn't just we would do a shadow run adventure, but we would have like a main shadow run adventure because Lisa Smedman wanted to write a shadow run adventure. But then we'd have conversion notes so it could be used with uh, cyberpunk. It could be used with I don't know some other you know sort of appropriate uh, game. So we tried to hit as many games and genres as possible. I got a ton of experience. I got to write stuff for Castle Falkenstein mm-hmm. and. The, got to write um, uh, over-the-edge adventures. And and where else was I going to send an over-the-edge adventure, please? (laughs) (laughs) My own magazine, damn it! The internet. That was before the internet. I mean, largely before the internet. It wasn't the way it is now. It was like Usenet groups and total compartmentalized internet. Uh, I was on AOL like you were, Chris, early on. You too, Evan. uh, Early on, and it w- it didn't even connect to the rest of the internet. Yeah. It had its own little game area, and you couldn't get out there into the crazy world of the rest of the internet. Uh, now these days, oh sure, we, we we'd be doing Adventures Unlimited as a PDF, and we'd be selling the heck out of it on RPG Now or mm-hmm. somewhere, and it'd be great. But
0: awesome.
1: that was I fun. It. it was good fun, and such good people that up there that we all you know pitched in. Sure, it was awesome.
0: Sure. I have every issue. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think I do too. Mm. <laughs> Very good. All right, next
1: topic. Hmm.
3: Did you do your
1: No, Ray didn't do it. Oh, right, mine! Ray. Okay, oh. so
2: mine. So I, I actually have to do like a, a three like I, I have to do top three like Jess. So uh the top three in sort of backward order, like letterman order. I think number three <laughs> for me is uh my column Dungeon Craft for dragon magazine mm-hmm. something i wanted to do for like 15 years and finally found the time to do after i left the game industry interestingly enough which was just basically a, a, a ongoing sort of column about how to run a game and how to make it fun and 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 that sort of thing i, I you know I, I really uh the the RPGs, it, it all sort of rises and falls on the strength of the game master and what the game master is capable of, and so I'd always wanted to write about like what makes what how how do you do that and, and make that fun. So that that was definitely something that that was a, a big highlight. Uh, number two for me was uh, strange enough the Watchmen sourcebook. Hmm. So this was uh, um, based on the the Watchmen comics. Um, I was in a fortunate enough position where, uh, I, uh, did some, some RPG material based on these Watchmen comics before they became the big, like, Watchmen thing that everybody knows to this day, and they're making the big multi-million dollar movie and, and whatnot, and, uh, I had a lot of, uh, I, I worked fairly closely on bits of it and had a lot of interaction with, alan moore and dave gibbons and the folks who created watchmen and uh, i just had an amazing time writing that thing and it was super fun and it just blew my mind and i don't know how useful an rpg product it is at the end of the day but it was super fun to write and it was fun to read and was just just a great uh you know interesting project and i i love that and that sort of sort of inspired me for a long time uh but the number one thing of course was the late lamented underground the the Mm. rpg that uh I had a, a, a lot of fun uh, working on and and Chris, I think you you know that was some of your earliest. Was that your first like professional RPG stuff? written yes. underground. And...
0: Uh, I had written some stuff for um, like fanzines before that, but my yeah. first paid professional work was on the underground line.
2: And and that was just the pinnacle. And and you know and it's and it's sort of bittersweet because. It was rushed, and we didn't have time to do all the things we wanted. And I look back at some of that stuff today. When I look back at the stuff today, like, half of it I look at and I think, you know, I, I just, I still laugh to this day, and I'm so energized to this day. I'm like, wow, this is really great. I love this. And the other half, I just cringed. I was like, oh, my God, did we really publish this, <laughs> unfortunately. But it was just such a, a great project and, and what we never expected it to be and, and all of that stuff. And so... I very, very much look forward to the opportunity to, you know, kind of fix that one day. And and that may be coming. So uh, so I'm I'm super excited about that.
3: Don't you think there's a certain amount of of that no matter what you do? Because we all date ourselves, you know, the longer we're in the industry, the more uh, we did something. And then five, ten years later, you look back and go, wow, that was you know, you, 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 maybe you've grown or maybe just yep. times have changed. And, and it, it you know, at the time it seemed like it was great. But for some reason or another you're sort of thinking, oh, I wish I could do that again now. Oh, but I, I just think that that's part of, like, the evolutionary process. Certainly right? with
2: me. I mean, I, I look back at the older stuff I did and I just cringe. I mean, I, I had an interesting time in the RPG industry in that... I I always very much worked the commercial side, you know, and I was getting I, I was getting paid well, but I but I was always on very tight deadlines. I was working with the stuff that my you, you know I always picked the thing that paid the best, yeah. and I wrote that. And I look back on a lot of stuff, and I look back on a lot of it fondly, and a lot of it was fun. But I look back on a lot of it too, and I just think, oh my god, did you you, you know, I, I've never it's it's rare for me to have the the experience of being really satisfied with something you did. Yeah, you, you know.
3: Well, I, you know, I think you be satisfied with something you do when you're when you do it but later on you know times change you you become a different oh person. yeah you, you 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 get some perspective and and maybe just you know the climate has changed so that so that what's acceptable or what what you'd want to read or or do
2: is is a little
3: totally. different and and that just changes right i mean that's that's why we keep doing what we
2: do, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, absolutely. And, and underground, particularly, is like that for me. I mean, I like I said, I read that half the stuff, I think like, wow, that's brilliant. That's so funny. I'm so glad we, we got to do that. And the other half, I'm like, oh my god, I'm so mortified. I'm so embarrassed that we put that on paper.
0: <laughs> estrogen.
2: <laughs> uh, estrogen. Proud of all the way.
0: Awesome. Tasty cool.
2: And, uh, and, and even more proud of Tasty Google. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay, so top three. So uh, the the top three. We we talked about adventures earlier for role playing games. Like so, top three like game systems. Like the or or actually, let's make it more interesting than that. The three game systems that you've always wanted to play but never actually have. Like what what are the <laughs> uh, three? Like you know, always look great. And well, you wanted to play them but never got a chance to.
0: I've got one. I, I have played it, but I haven't run the great campaign that the game could deliver because I haven't been able to I'm play guessing it with what right. the right game is It's Pendragon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> King Arthur Pendragon, Greg Stafford's Arthurian Opus.
1: How many people game. say that, though? Well, oh, it's, a never, it, it's, uh, it's a great game. It's a great game. And I've never gotten to play it the way it should have been played. Well, you know, I
0: tried to run it in college, and, you know, I had the stoner guy who said, my character is Sir Guy of Green Bay, and his shield <laughs> was the Green Bay Packers emblem, and just right off the bat, you know, <laughs> this guy is not in for the full Pendragon experience. <laughs> that, see, that um,
2: that... Suggests a whole separate top three topic Mm -hmm. that I'll bring up after this, but absolutely.
0: Yeah, but Pendragon is so great at evoking uh, the whole Arthurian mystique. It's very well researched, and it has um, if you have the time and the right people, there's an 80-year campaign where you can play multiple generations of the same family playing through all the stuff from before Arthur's rise through the height of his reign, down through the final battles and all that stuff, and uh, it was originally called the Boy King. These days, I think it's the Great, the Great Pendragon, Pendragon campaign. campaign. Yes,
2: which recently won the Diana Jones Award. Yes, indeed. which I, I guess I Diana publicly Jones. revealed that I was part of the the <laughs> jury that decided. Oh, that. Yes, kicked
0: out now. Mm-hmm. I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, uh, still one of my favorite games. You know, twenty plus years later. Um, and uh, but you know the the great campaign that I want to run has has to date eluded me.
2: Mm, it's a great game. Game you always wanted to play, Jess, but never did. Pogs. Pogs. <laughs> yes. No,
3: I I completely miss Pogs because I think it's sort of like uh... you didn't miss much. Did <laughs> <you>? <laughs> well, I know that's sort of a joke, but I'm serious. I missed Pogs. I was out traveling. Uh, we. Had taken a quarter off of college and we were backpacking, and we walk into this like surf shop to like, I, I think I needed a pair of shorts. I'd torn my shorts, and I walk in there and, and they're selling these milk caps. And I'm like, Where, where oh, was this? By this way. was in somewhere in Southern California. Okay. Where, we were, we were, we'd hitched a ride with some Europeans who we'd taken this bus from Seattle to San Francisco and had backpacks on. I it's a long story. But we <laughs> <laughs> started in Hawaii. Really? Yes. Now, see, I think Pog's lifespan was like, I was on the road for like six weeks. I think Pog's lifespan was five and a half weeks. I think it started the day I left, and it, it died the day I got, like, like two though, weeks. Interesting, though, the surf shop and the I, connection
1: to Hawaii. That's interesting. Well, uh, yeah. I like
2: how they waited for you to leave before they started I think Pogs. it was. <laughs> and they're like, the guy Just gone. Quick, Pog's. <laughs> they threw... The guy at the
3: surf shop threw a bunch of, like, milk caps on the, on the, <clears throat> on the counter and had his little... Pog slammer or whatever, and he's like, "Here's how you do it." And we were, this was we we'd started playing Magic and uh, and Vampire to, to take the with eternal us, struggle. It, yeah, yeah, because we were well, we were gonna take these card games with us, right? The, that that there's Jihad, uh, the, the jihad, yeah. jihad right. and uh, we were gonna take these card games with us because they were gonna be. Portable, right? Like, like, yeah, right. That really happened, right? If you really into those games, you had, yeah. you, you had closets full of these cards. But we, we thought we could take these little boxes with us, and um, so we were, we we're playing those. We, we watch sherpa. Yeah, <laughs> you know, a backpack doesn't hold as much as you think it does. The and so this guy's like, yeah, you just throw this thing on the ground, and then if, if or toward the whatever the the milk things, and they. They fly out, and I don't even. It's like it was like a, it was like a.
1: You clearly understand the game really well. Well, it
3: was like it was like a stupid person's version of marbles. I mean, I and it was. Oh, <laughs> 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 and,
0: you're really, and you're really upset you never got to play this. Yeah, not really. <laughs> All right, unique answer. Thanks, I like
2: it. What's the game you always wanted to play, Nick, but never got to play?
1: Oh, there wasn't one. Seriously. Nick's
2: played every game.
1: No, I didn't want to play them.
2: Nick never wants to play I, a game. We actually have to twist her arm was, and give her some wine and she'll play.
1: I was serious. Like, there are a lot of games. I, I have played a lot of games. Um, once or twice, you know. with Usually with their creators who are very excited. I had, I think, what, the optimal experience to be introduced yeah, to them. I,
2: we've all been there.
1: So I, I ended up being, like, really... <laughs> Dice Land. I've never played Dice Land, and uh, James did that after I left Cheapass. So, uh, you know, I get the concept. He was kind of working on it when I was was at the tail end. It was it was the (laughs) Cheapass version of Dice, Dice, right? right. Because this way you can you can print them out. Oh, I'm sorry. It started out as a freelance project. He was supposed to design a game that could be you know put on a Happy Meal box or something. Uh He designed Dice Land. And I'm sure he'll contact me and correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, he designed Dice Land for that project, and then they didn't want it. It was, you know, too weird or whatever. What of foldable course. dice? So uh, why would anybody want that? No, no, there's a game. Oh yeah, fuck you. So uh, so he ended up taking it to cheap ass, <laughs> <laughs> M- mature rating. Yeah. Um, All <laughs> <yeah. down. laughs> for to out night. nineteen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll start over. So he had this thing he was designing for, like, Burger King. Uh, I don't know.
3: We don't have to submit this to the ESRB. What are we That's true. fucking talking about? That's
2: <laughs> right. So Evan
3: gave a game you to
2: play. Evan's got a game you always wanted to play, and it is... Descent. Oh, oh, we, yeah. We're going to play Descent think. in we the just, next couple yeah, of weeks. We have I have a copy now. I'm, I, I so look forward to this game. This? My, my mission will be complete.
0: <laughs> this is Fantasy Flight's uh, Dungeon Bash board game. Um, I have played it. It is fun. Have you played Diceland? Played... I have not played See, Have you played Pendragon? I have <laughs>
4: played Pendragon. and I <laughs> played, <laughs> played. I had fun with Pendragon. Pogs? Pog. Pog. Who here has Pog. played Pogs? Pog. Oh, thank, thank you. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jess. <Thank> <laughs> <Dyson. laughs>
0: uh, Alright, how about uh, board games?
2: Board games. Yeah. Best? Best okay. ever. Wait a minute, did, you didn't, we keep skipping Wait. over Ray. Oh, oh, so my game that I always wanted to play but never did was, um uh, okay, this is super embarrassing, I guess in a way, but I always wanted to play Vampire the Dark Ages. Oh, Not the okay. normal vampire game, yep. but Vampire mm-hmm. the Dark Ages. Why is that embarrassing? That game, well, because it's, it's a little geeky, it's a little down in the trenches, you know, but oh, I, I'm
1: sorry, worse than ASL? Yeah, <laughs>
2: no, but uh, but it's I I I I thought they did it am- The original vampire, I always admired it, but I never really understood what you did. Like, so, so this game, it's great. You are a vampire, but I don't get it. Like, how does it work?
0: You get to pry around being a vampire.
2: Vampire of the Dark Ages, <laughs> like, for me. It's okay. I get what you do in this game, and and I just thought the material was so well designed and was such a high high quality. I, I always really wanted. To- play something with that. So.
0: Well, I have the entire line upstairs, so...
2: I... I, I have to confess I'm sitting on it myself. <laughs> 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 All
0: right, so board games then.
2: Top... What number
0: are we on? Three? Top okay. three. Like, top like none of these whatever. have actually even been three, I know. so... Top you know. whatever. Top whatever.
1: whatever. It's working. Go Your with Your favorite
2: it. board game, Evan, you start for once. Hey. Uh...
4: Hmm. Just thinking of ones we've recently played here, so Ticket to Ride and uh, Formula Day, That's a good one. both very enjoyable. Could play those over and over.
0: And we have... I yeah. was going to say that, but I had my mouth full. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to elaborate on Ticket to Ride, Jess? Please I do. love that
3: game. Well, so dogs. so Chris gave me the Marklin version for my birthday, and we we actually play at work, and we we've played here. And I just I love the way I mean it's a it's a cool it's a cool game, but I love the way it evolves over the different um, the different expansions. You know, each it, it's got its it's got its core rules. I agree. But you buy a new box. Now you've and... got
1: tunnels. Now you've mm-hmm. got passengers. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I, I agree.
3: So it's it's the same game, but. One thing's different, or maybe it's one and a half things you know it 's kind of a second thing like with with Markland it's really passengers and and there's a different map too right but um, and you've got that that whole, it's just it's just a cool thing Absolutely. And so I, Markland
4: is, uh, is Germany or where yes
3: it's germany? germany it's it's a, a Markland trains this is a, like a toy train company yes and so yes. and the whole deal is that you've got passengers that can ride over your your train line and you can pick up Points for landing in different mm-hmm. cities at, uh, at different times? So,
2: so, everything I know about game design, I learned from reading The General Magazine, which was Avalon Hill's sort of house organ. I was reading this in like the early 80s, like 80, 81, 82, 83. And the assistant editor of The General back in those days was Alan Moon, who designed mm-hmm. Ticket to Ride. And uh, yeah, I, absolutely. It's a great game. I love that whole school of thought.
0: I'm going to go with the original Civilization game, which I've had many, many fun times playing. Yes, this is far before the computer game. Uh, But, you know, shepherding your civilization, getting advancements, dealing with uh, volcanoes and flooding and all that uh, fun stuff. Um, it's uh, you know it requires an investment. Uh, it's not like you're going to toss it off in two yeah. hours. But, yeah, uh, it requires a couple
2: of days. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one day is fine. Was it, was that uh, a, one day, as long, long as you starting what, at, 8 at eight a.m. and ending yeah. at eight p.m.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, so yes, that is a, a great fun. It is a great classic board game.
3: You know what? Since since Evan really picked Ticket to Ride, I want to Thieves. Have you guys played Thebes? I have not. Um it's a great game. Uh, um you're a, an adventure archaeologist yes. and you're going you 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 gain resources to to be able to go on these digs. And I I think the mechanic of so there's two parts of it, right? You like run around Europe getting like information and knowledge to be able to do digs in these different locations. You basically do research and then you go and you, you dig. And that just it's really well thought out, right? You have to spend time. It's a 52 week year you spend weeks to do things like research or travel or dig <clears throat> and so you're choosing how you, you spend your, res- your your one resource but you also have a, there's a bag <laughs> full of little chits and half of them are, are dirt at the very beginning and then mm-hmm. the other half of them are are artifacts, and the artifacts are with different points. And so you, if you dig long enough, you can get a certain number that you can pull out of there. So you pull a bunch of these little chits, and, you, 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 and then, but then you put the dirt back in the bag. So if you've, if you've done a lot of digging in this one spot, there are fewer and fewer artifacts, and the odds go down. It's just a really well-designed game. I think what it boils down to, and I think you guys probably agree, is, is if, it's, if something has been well thought out, you know, if the if the design has been done, and someone hasn't just hasn't just dashed it off. But they've actually spent a lot of time playtesting and, and, and enjoying the game themselves. Then you can look at it as a, as a game designer or someone who makes games and go, "Wow, that was that was really well thought out." And I would appreciate it, that. If time. Tim
1: could have joined us, I'm sure he'd have something to say about the mathematical, yeah. you know, s- the solid mathematical basis or something, which he appreciates, and and I don't even. Realizes there. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: appreciate that stuff, but you know the end result has to also be fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know there are some games that you can look at and see the thinking behind it and understand. You know, oh, you know, there's some clever analysis and ideas here, but that doesn't always translate into. And it's fun to play. Yeah. yeah.
3: That's so. very true. That's very true. Mm-hmm. I guess there is there are a lot of games I hear where it's, where game designers are like, "God, that's a that's a great game," and then the rest of the world hates it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but I, I, if you can do both of those things, then that that's where where I think you can create a really great game. Is that game still available? Is it who? Yeah, yeah. I uh, it's one days of it's not days of wonder because that's that's who does the, uh, the they do Ticket to, to Ride. The, ride, right? to yeah. ride so, um, I'm I'm confusing them. I, I I don't know who actually puts that game out.
1: We should Google it.
3: It's a it's a I think it's a German mm-hmm. game. That seems likely. It's yeah, it's, it's like probably film. about
1: beans originally.
3: No, it's it's a it's a play on words, but it's in in German, and so it doesn't make <laughs> it, doesn't, ah! yeah, it doesn't make sense
2: in English. Uh, German
1: listeners, please. write in and help us out here. Yeah, yeah ah. please. Achia. Yeah. <laughs> Ach, <yeah. laughs> <laughs> Nein.
2: So I, so I, it, it when I worked in the game industry, almost all my credits are in role playing games. But actually, I'm a, I'm a much. I, I was much. I, I fell in love with board games long, long before I got interested in role playing games. And I was a, I was a board gamer, the old Avalon Hill school, and and it's just almost too numerous to mention board games I love. Uh, the the one I'll call out is History of the World, which. Well, Watsy did, uh, did a, a well the Avalon Avalon Hill in air quotes uh, piece of Watsy brought back a few years ago, but uh, I just absolutely love that game. I I'd, I'd play that game anytime.
0: That is a great game, and that last Avalon Hill edition was the components were very nice. <laughs> yes, but as un- unfortunately and, hard to find. And
2: I don't know anything about the rules or what they did with it or if mm-hmm. they modified the rules. I'm, I'm I, I think I, my my preferred version, or at least the one I'm most familiar with, is the the uh, the, the old the, the Baltimore Maryland Avalon Hill edition. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, absolutely, great game, love that. So so top three. Wait, so Wait. Yes, wait I, board wait. game. Board game, Nicole. I've been waiting. I am so I have
1: sorry. Two. Oh 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 yeah. Right so, down. so old school, mm-hmm. the Dune board game. Oh yeah. yeah, I love the Dune board game, and it's wacky Dune expansions. And um, when we were living in Vancouver, uh, we started playing that a lot, and, and had the comic shop on Fourth Ave like special order in the expansions, and they could only get the one we already had, and uh, and like we bought it out of sympathy because they special ordered. Knowing that we wanted them, and so I ended up with two of the same expansion for the game. That's how much I like the game. That's how much I enjoyed playing.
2: Which spice harvest or the duel?
1: Spice harvest. (laughs) (laughs) Which I.
2: So what was the name of that? So so the Dune board game was designed by the folks who designed Cosmic Encounter, Mm -hmm. and I I remember Mm -hmm. some of their names individually. Like what was the name of that? Company they had, or that whatever, what was it Wasn't like? It
0: like a hippie collective, or was something? Like <laughs> Eon? Was
2: it? Yeah, Eon. it was yes, yes, Eon. Oh
0: yeah, Gr- uh, oh, brilliant. I'm thinking of the Cosmic out people, mm. they but were the, they were the
2: yeah, people. they were the hippie, but brilliant, brilliant. I i mean, virtually every game those guys came up with was brilliant. Dune was one of them, absolutely.
1: So my other game, you might think that since I worked at Cheapass, it'd be like. Uh, uh, kill dog, lucky. lucky. Who's got the brain? Yeah, uh, give, give
2: me the, the, the brain. Is
1: a card game? Give me the game. brain, right? Uh, Devil bunny needs a hand.
2: Yeah, mm.
1: that is mm. a really fun game. It's mm. two like, like it's the board is two pieces that that fold out, or they'd fold out if it was expensive. Um, you set the two pieces <laughs> together and tape them, but. They uh, tape out. <laughs> <laughs> it's a $2 game. It was. It yeah. was a $2 game. It's the best $2 game you are ever going to find. Yeah, That's a fun game. It's a game. whole lot of
2: fun.
4: Absolutely. Yeah. So I totally and it gets no love because yeah. it was
1: you know, printed on cardboard and nobody, it's $2. Yeah. Nobody remembers yeah. it. But right. Devil Bunny needs a hand. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I totally forgot about Robo Rally. Oh, yeah. So Rally. did Very fun that But game game. have you yeah.
1: ever finished so.
3: a game of Robo Rally? Oh, yeah. Yeah,
4: I have. Like how many boards? I uh, think we've we usually do probably three boards. Three
3: boards? I mean I usually yeah. end up,
4: you know, in a pit or off the <laughs> edge of the world and or you, you know. finish a
3: game in a day? Oh no. No, I mean I love that game, but it's just a very yeah.
4: long. You oh know.
1: well who did you play with? Okay, well, either we... stoners or uh no, or game we're... designers who overthink it.
4: So I have a friend
1: Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I'm saying. Well, anything.
3: I just we would play with four boards, and it would, and we would try to play, and it would, you know, yeah. there would be four of us, and it would just take forever. Well,
1: so, so to invoke Tim, Tim just wrote about uh, Roborelli recently in his blog um, because right. he, he was talking about how he. Would play Robo Rally, but because he was really good at actually programming the robots, <laughs> I, I think that's very cute. He was good at programming the robots, he would like get way out ahead of everybody else. And the fun of Robo Rally isn't winning in the way that I've successfully programmed my robot and it has done its thing. Right. it's being in the big mashup and mm-hmm. screwing and the up lasers other people. Shooting. Oh the lasers, yep. oh Who put someone yeah. and? and... Yeah. Their
4: program is completely wrong. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, so
1: Tim would like successfully program his robot and get out ahead, and then you know he'd be winning. Except that everybody else was having all the fun of pushing each other into pits and right. stuff. So, so, so
4: he- I, uh, I'm sorry. I have a friend, Doctor Bob. He has a doctorate in math and used to hang out with his uber math geek friends, and they would play Robo Rally. While drinking with a timer, is there any other and, way to play? And if, if <laughs> you one didn't one get your timer, timer. Awesome. and if you didn't get your your robot programmed in time, you know by the time the the buzzer went, then somebody else could grab your hand and program your robot for you. And so, nice. their games went along fast. <laughs> nice. I awesome. bet. Yeah. <laughs> <That> <laughs> <sounds> nice. <fine. laughs>
0: I played a few years ago a live action Robo Rally game that Jennifer oh, Clark yes. will wait. What? Gen Con. Oh, those are fun. Yeah. So at she Gen uh, Con. No, this was well, at, uh, this was at uh, Gwen Con. I, what does that so they mean? They started
1: doing them at Gen Con or Origins or somewhere. Oh. I've seen them.
0: So uh, this was over at um, Andy Collins and Gwen Kestrel's place. And she taped out a board in their backyard and then uh, had these larger-sized props. So you, you were the robot, and you had to stand on the board facing the particular way. And then... Um, you programmed yourself, um, and, uh, and you. you you know, <laughs> I, I want limit. to go to in forever? private, or do you have to <laughs> go public?
1: All right, definitely M rated.
0: You had these things that you hung around your neck, and then you know you would slide uh-huh. cards into slots for you know how you were gonna go, and you know it, it was like a regular Robo Rally game, except you're you know it was yourself, so you'd be like, okay, so I'm gonna, and then you'd be like moving yourself side to side, like then I'm gonna go left, and then I'll be spinning, and it was uh, it was a good time.
1: The agent. Take mm-hmm. your word for it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> awesome.
0: Oh, yeah. Plus that. the role playing element, of
1: course. <laughs> the, oh, yes. Bing,
2: bing, bing. <laughs> Which you can
1: also. Okay. So so here's
2: one. So game that you wish you designed, like game that you most admire, and you wish like it was yours. Chris Primus.
0: How did I know you were going to call on me for?
2: I'm staring at you.
0: You are staring at me. Um, let's see. What game do I wish that I had designed? Okay. I think. <laughs> oh, laugh it up, right? Uh, uh, I think that I would have to go with Call of Cthulhu. Role-playing game. Yeah. Uh, here's why. Uh, I think it was um, a paradigm shift in RPGs where, you know, sort of helped transition things from just the go into dungeons, kill monsters, take their stuff, to uh, a sort of different style of adventure, which was more about investigating things. But also uh, it was another paradigm shift in that the expectation wasn't you were gonna get more powerful with more stuff and more powerful with more stuff until you got a castle and men at arms and whatever. It was in fact, entirely likely that eventually you'd see enough things that man wasn't meant to see that you would go crazy. And and that would be the end of your character. Um, so, uh, I, uh, I think that's what I would say for role-playing games.
2: Fair enough. I, I like Lovecraft too much. Mm-hmm. I, 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 am like an iconoclast in the game industry and I hate that game. I love, <laughs> I love Lovecraft. I love the uh-huh. whole thing. I just, I, I just don't think that game's actually very true to the whole Lovecraft thing. And See, that's that what that I thought was interesting
0: thing. because, you know, Lovecraft stories are not about groups of adventurers investigating things yeah. together, right? It's usually, like, a lone guy. And, and, and frankly,
2: and, and, they're not about going insane, great. which, like, generations of people are now convinced that they are because <laughs> they've been, you know, indoctrinated in Lovecraft from, you know, the, the RPG. But anyway. Well, so, you know, they it would have been and...
0: tough to do an RPG focused on solo play that really accurately... Uh, recreated with the things that uh, happened it, it, in Lovecraft story. Fair enough. And it, so it's I felt like it, it was a, a very interesting adaptation in that it definitely, you know, changed things to make it fit in with the idea of role-playing with a group. But, you know, also that particularly with the adventures that were published for it, you know, it felt right.
2: My my other issue with that game was always like, okay, I've survived the masks of the Nair Lahotap. I've I've gone through all... Which, by the way, actually probably would have been one of my nominees for Best Adventure. I love that adventure, but I've done all that. And the benefit I get at the end of the adventure is my shotgun has gone from 72 to 74. Like That's my like...
0: Well, the more important thing is that you lived. I I, (laughs) Fair enough. Or not. As okay.
2: the case. what did you really wish you designed Nick you could call your own
1: once upon a time mm-hmm. oh, okay. I wish that had been my idea
2: that's, that's great
1: I was so uh, thrilled when I met James and he showed me that game and that he was shopping it around for he's me. tall he is tall I know a whole bunch of tall game designing guys. You know, walking down the street with you and Tynes and and James Wallace. Yeah. I yeah. am not a short woman, but it was like shoulders all yes. around. That's all I could see. I've, I've been to that way.
2: <laughs>
1: yes. Yeah. Uh, I. You know the. There. There have been a lot of times that people have like pitched me on games, or I've played experimental games, or games that game designer guys were thinking of. I've got this. My whole gaming life is so different from you guys. (laughs) I listen to you being like, oh, how great would it have been to play Call of Cthulhu like fresh as a young person just kind of figuring it out instead of, you know, jaded with a bunch of jaded old game designers, a high-powered party of people who were really experienced. It was a completely different experience for me. But, uh, But Once Upon a Time was different. And I thought it was great. Like, I never really... Never uh, uh, got into lunch money as much as I could have. I appreciate lunch money, all right. Well, but um, a great game. Yeah, yeah. but, uh, but like, I don't wish it was mine. Uh, I think it's great. Don't wish it was mine. Uh, 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 Baron Munchausen is another one of those kind of games where I was like, I was never like, I was, like yeah, okay, I, mean, yeah. I played a little bit of it, but whatever.
2: Clever, but I never want to play it. But,
1: you know... I, I didn't have. I I don't know if it's a chick thing. I've often thought about this. Like I, I've been approached at women in gaming panels for years and years. Uh, I and hear
2: there's another woman in gaming. What's
1: her name again? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you can come up with it. <laughs> for for years, I was on these women in gaming panels. I would show up at Dundercon, and they'd be like, "Hey, be on our women in gaming panel." <laughs> well, you mean you you're me one
2: and, of the three. I am. I'm a woman I'll And the only on. one here. Um, be our women in gaming panel. Then
1: guys could argue with you about what your experience is. Right? Oh, don't even get me started. <laughs> yeah. Top three guys who argued with me about my experience. Oh, let's do that woman. one right now. <laughs> <laughs> but but I think, I, I really do think that that women aren't necessarily as driven as guys. Like, what game do you wish was your creation is kind of a guy question. Mm-hmm. Like, it's never yes. occurred to me to be like, I wish I did that. Really?
2: Mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting to me.
1: I, and my whole life in gaming as a gaming professional has never been like, I see this thing and boy, I sure wish I could fix it. I'm going to fix it. And now it's called Isgarth. I... <laughs>
2: well, forget fixing it. Like, Ars Magica, that was entirely your thing. You created that. You I came up with that. I
1: considered. I'm, I, but I'm very, very fond. It's like my first love. It's like my first... Sure. Sweet innocent boyfriend, you know who, who speaks would, Latin. Oh. <laughs> How did you know? Who man? can only
2: talk to you in Latin?
1: Uh.
0: <laughs> then you find out what he's actually saying to you in Latin, and, it and it's all it, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I mean, I, I considered you know, Ars Magica would probably be my second choice because I really, really love that game, and I appreciate it in a way that I think a lot of people don't. But then I have to look at it and say, well, that's just my weird old crush on it yeah. from when I was 17. you all have that, though. And... So is that really about, about, about the game or, or is that else? my weird thing? What about Fing something shui? else
4: in Alice's kind of like <laughs>
1: <laughs> No, uh, no I ne- I never have. I've never looked at it and been been wistful and been like I wish I did that thing. Those are fine choices
2: have. though. And of course, published by John Nephew, uh, future congressman or whatever
1: he's going to be. <laughs> I um, I contributed to his campaign, and, man. I'm all about him taking power. Go, in go my, John. In my, my home state Chris. of Minnesota. That's
2: right. Just game you always want that you wish you had designed
3: i'm i'm sitting over here debating with myself and instead of being wishy-washy like i've been with these other questions Be i'm honest. just gonna give you one well there are lots and it would change every, every citizen kane <laughs> 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 uh, wow now i'm thinking uh, no magic no no I've, I've had an I idea. mean,
1: seriously, mercenarily I, I wish I yeah. designed magic I wish that was my idea I wish I had the genius to make that game and the vision to put it together and the money for doing it all well, I I
2: outside the, the money that it made. I mean, it's a brilliant game. Except,
1: no, no, no. It, it's a brilliant yeah. game that got re- rewarded for its brilliance, which is which, is which is rare in the game and, industry. Yes, so absolutely. it's got both. Yep. It's a solid, solid yep. thing. It's a genius to create it. And it also got recognized yep. with absolutely. the dollars, which God doesn't God bless happen. you, Richard, wherever you are. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, if I were going to be completely crass, that'd be my pick. Sure.
3: I, I'm, I'm maybe too close to it, you know, to to feel that way. Maybe ten more years. <laughs> but
1: away. you uh, haven't seen Magic Drunk at the party, man. You don't want any of that. But,
2: oh, I have. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's had some of that. Yeah, I'm. am
1: sorry, Jess. <laughs> please go on. I'll I've been there. I could tell stories. <laughs> um, I, I think,
3: I think, Advance Wars for the. the oh. Ah, really? And I would, I would. I would not make those those. Uh, you know how the little like CEO or CEOs will uh, will talk to you. Yes. Endlessly. Endlessly. Mm. I would cut those down. <laughs> but, but but the game itself, uh, and even the even the story is kind of interesting. Like you're protecting your homeland. That's cool. Mm. As long as you can do it a little shorter, <laughs> and, uh, I'm sure you could. Uh, uh, the game is great. It's brilliant. It's really well. It's it's on its on its base. It's very simple. Like, you know, it's it's almost rock, paper, scissors. And you know, actually you know what it maybe it's maybe it's Warhammer forty K. That's what it is. I, I think maybe it's it's forty K. Because it's it's really the, the, the DS version of forty K.
1: Uh, so what you really wanted to have be yours is 40k? Yeah.
3: For the DS. Yeah. For the DS. 40K? 40k for the DS? That I can oh, take right. on an airplane with you. Right? No, we have tables that you know at, at, at uh, I've, I've played here I've played against Chris I've never beaten Chris actually. I don't know that I want that publicized but I've never actually beaten Chris at 40k. And, <laughs> and we Play him have, at squad leader uh, sometimes. sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Don't
1: play Ray though.
3: <laughs> and uh, the DS is a lot easier to around
1: yeah
0: well i will say i've I've played the hell out of advanced wars and it's a really fun game
3: it's a good game it's a great game it's it's one of my favorite games i have a ds i've never actually played anything other than advanced wars on my ds
1: well so chris was playing advanced wars and i decided that you know for christmas last year i'd get him something else i forget i got him civilization or something i was like all right come on Mm. classic age of of empires well yeah exactly uh, but
2: speaking as an agent of Microsoft, Age of Empires, one of the greatest games I ever.
1: <laughs> Whatever, I, I picked another game I thought that would be like, in, yeah. you know, in, enough old school gamey material to qualify. And Kate was pointing out to me, my daughter Kate, uh, who is frantically working for me as my assistant. Uh, to uh, to earn money for Christmas, mm-hmm. so that she can buy something for us. Uh, I shudder to think what this is going to be because she is intent to pick it herself. She won't take any suggestions. Like, mommy needs a new baking sheet. That's not good enough. Bowling ball. Yeah, a I got it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: pony that says. <laughs> I'm not sure what it's going to be, but
1: anyway, she has. She's she's sharp. She's a sharp cookie. So she, she noticed indeed. that Chris has not yet even opened the last game that I got for him Uh-oh. for his DS. We're, Hasn't even uh-huh. taken out of the packaging. So which was per- what? Per- Just for rest- those playing at home. Last Christmas,
2: w- oh for the Age of the game. Empires, oh. Game. oh of course, for, for the
1: wow. DS. You don't understand, man.
0: Black Hole Army is so evil that they <laughs> need to be stopped. That's they awesome. are. I'm they just are. saying
1: it wasn't enough. Thing, to, it wasn't enough to draw them away from Advance Wars. The He's funny still thing. Playing the
0: funny thing
3: is, I own a DS. I don't actually own a DS game. I'm borrowing Dual Strike from Chris. <laughs> And I think I've had it for six months. Uh, maybe, maybe, And yet
1: he still hasn't opened the game I gave him last Christmas. We that's because I found us. a used copy of Advanced Wars 2, Black Hole <laughs> Rising. <laughs> Which is actually,
4: I think, better.
1: Is this it's, a top three or best. a top four? No,
4: I think Chris is saving yeah. the best for last. He'll open that... You know, when it's time.
0: That's
1: right. Christmas Eve. On a very yeah. special <laughs> yeah. Before he gets another one. <laughs>
4: Tonight, a very special, Chris Primus. Dance Wars 2.
1: All right, Evan, what game do you wish you designed?
4: Mercenarily, totally magic. Because, you know.
1: Dude, I'm with yeah. you. Because yeah. like, you like to have a, a big house, house with, uh, That's right. <laughs> 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 uh,
4: aesthetically, uh, uh, Netrunner.
1: Oh yeah. What's yeah. Netrunner? It's, a, it's another, that cyberpunk
0: TCG. It's that, it's yeah. TCG it's a, it's a, yeah that, yeah. No, that's not.
2: It's it.
4: The Jennifer network.
1: Clark Wilkes it's kept alive Netrunner. single-handedly what it's for like a yeah. decade. Mm-hmm. Wait, Jennifer, more then, props for Jennifer. That
2: game is okay. Very aesthetically pleasing. A Little bit of Ray trivia. Uh-oh. I'm a, I'm a Netrunner. This is the cyberpunk. Yeah, yeah the card game. I'm a Netrunner artist. I <laughs> did <laughs> a card for Netrunner. I did the artwork. For a car for netrunner, uh, the short it was called short circuit. It was a mm-hmm. uh, a bar, and you went in a short circuit. And I did a whole like, so an old associate of mine, old friend of mine, Maria Cabardo was the art director on that, and she was talking to me about. Yes, it was called netrunner. Yeah. mentioned it because I, I and uh,
1: <laughs> and she was <laughs> Well, she was was
2: telling me about this, and she's doing the the Netrunner thing, and she's getting all these artists and stuff, and basically as a joke, I said, like, you know what, I want to try to do, like, art for this thing, and it's Photoshop art, it's not real art, but I did a whole Photoshop thing with fake, like, neon signs and all that stuff. And what's funny about it is, and it, it's funny that I don't actually remember the name of the game, but <laughs> I get a royalty statement from Watsy every quarter that tells me of how I've earned zero royalties over this quarter. You've earned, we've sold negative. zero copies, so you're, you know, 0.00002% of zero is zero. Thank
0: Here you. you go. <laughs> I get negative royalty statements for the uh, Magic the Gathering. Short story anthology <laughs> that I wrote a story for <laughs> because they get retur- returns from the book trade. Yeah, so it'd be like, you know, we owe you negative thirty seven dollars. This check zero.
1: Trivia on Netrunner, like Jennifer taught me how to play that game. It was before I knew her very well, and she totally. It was the first. <laughs> it's the first time I realized that. People let you win in demos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, like good demoers, right? Like I played I demos against against people who were not good demoers, and you'd go to play the game, and they'd be like, "Ha ha, you didn't figure out the strategy And yeah, literally, like I played, I I I played countless demos like that, and then I played this demo with Jennifer, and she's very patient. She's leading me through slow motion, you know, and and I'm not picking it up <laughs> quickly at all. And somehow I win and she's all congratulating so, me and I'm all happy. And and then like, you know, half an hour later I was like, hey, wait a minute.
0: <laughs> Did
1: she so let me win?
2: I from time to time get these funny, like, weird envelopes that are sent to me. And I'm like, what the hell is this? And it's all like, you know
1: I strive. You, you to get an envelope that's like handwritten,
2: you know, with the handwritten address. And uh, like, what the hell is this? And you open it up and it's someone's net runner. Short circuit card of like, will you sign this? Because you're like one of like seven people on the, uh, who did network we were cards who so haven't find signed you this. at Gen so Con. Like, oh,
0: you're kidding. Me. <laughs> sure. Your Photoshop work is still. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. That's awesome. You know,
3: you know uh, Ray, you once told me you were the. Uh, uh, I, I said that you were like the, the modern day like, um, uh, Bubba Gump. Forrest Gump? Are, are Forrest Gump, and 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 I think your response was I prefer modern day Zelig. Yes, <laughs> I I am the modern day I mean, Zelig exactly. You have like all these stories about like like it wouldn't it doesn't surprise me at all that you were like an artist on Netrunner.
2: Right? I'm I'm the guy.
1: Oh in well, the no no no! Yeah. Not only an artist on Netrunner, but forgot forgot that he yeah. was an artist on. Net- oh wait, Netrunner! No, I, what I know the it was hell? I did, I forgot what the game was. That game called. that I was an artist on. Yeah. You mean that one?
2: Yes, I was. I was an artist on the Watsy Cyberpunk CCG, which I no, I'll take no you no I'll now take your word for it.
1: Now, to be fair, I've I've had like I was I was putting together my uh, industry resume mm-hmm. a few years ago, and I'm so uninvested. Like I have no ego invested in the stuff that I've done that I. I had to go to penandpaper.com and be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> what did I do again? I was in those books. I guess I better go. And they don't, well, have, they don't have nearly all of my credits. But I had truly forgotten some of the stuff that I'd worked on. Oh, and, and my I, God. And
2: I couldn't I, possibly remember it all. I
1: don't have nearly the exact. I don't have nearly the, so, the the sort of resume that you guys so do. So, does
2: anyone play Netrunner? Do you still play Netrunner? Cause oh, I don't play I, Netrunner. I know in my house where the giant box of cards Watsy yeah. sent me of like, here's like, 300 copies of your cards. So if you need a short circuit, I need <laughs> a couple. Only if you, I need 300
4: of them signed. I, well, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I get you 20 or 30 them. And they'll uh, appear on the exactly. green website. website. Yeah? Right. Right. Short <laughs> circuit. Do
1: we do yeah. No, they'll appear on the frogtaco.com.net right. yeah. website. Right. The <clears throat> com net.
0: And- uh-huh. Are we ready for a new topic? Yeah. I think yes. we are. All right.
2: Top three card games. Yes, card games. Starting with Jess. Go, Jess. <laughs> Favorite card game of all time. Uh, Magblast. Yeah. Yes, Magblast. Fair enough. Like it.
1: First, second, or third edition?
2: <laughs> I
3: don't know that I've actually played third edition. I know uh, I, I think second edition. That's the one that has
2: feats. <laughs> third
3: edition. does, does <laughs> have does it have a skill list, and uh, and, uh, and do they like? I like put three point five.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, Kate was very excited when they came out with the new edition of Magblast. So.
3: Oh no! I remember hearing that Kate was really excited, and I, I can't wait to play it. But I figure we'll, we'll go camping this summer, and maybe we'll have to play it then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't played it.
0: Definitely, it helped that Johnny K did all the art for third edition, so it was a lot cuter and. Kate being a eleven year old girl, she likes the cute art. More cute, Kate, more yeah. Who's uh, Johnny John, John, John
1: Kovalik. Oh, right. Around Green HQ, John Kovalik is exclusively Who referred is to K.
3: as Johnny K. All right, I'm. I'm I get it. <laughs> right, I, 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 it. I have to. I have to. I, I'm going world exclusive here. I have to get over my my bias and just say, you know, I played Magic for a very long time, right, and. It's a well done game, and it's got to be. If you're gonna ask me what my favorite card games are, it's got. That's got to be it.
1: Well, you can have three. It's top three, well, whatever. Ma-
3: magic and uh, and Mag Blast and um, the. Um, why can't I remember the name of it right now? Oh no! No.
1: You Go know, fish. Uno is a good
3: game. Uno is really a good <laughs> game. It's really hard to play with two people, that's the problem. <laughs> that
0: is true. Um, of course.
4: um
3: what am I thinking of? Um I had the name just a second ago. You get to level it's D and D with cards, right? What's um Warlord? No.
1: Come no, on, it's Goofy I'm... with
3: the with the knee pads of a lure. Munchkin? Munchkin, thank oh, you.
0: That's a, okay.
1: Oh, Steve Jackson games. Yeah, it's a card game, right? Yeah, it totally is.
3: Well, but that game actually, that game gets stupid when you start to add all the expansions to it. So, But you know that the
0: expansions will never, ever stop. So. I know. So mean, it's
1: been great for Steve. He's, he's done a really good job, and, uh, you know, keeps uh, Johnny K in play. <laughs> John's done a lot of those uh, expansions. You sure has. So... Uh, we John. give it thumbs up here.
2: Yes. Evan, your favorite card game of all time. worth Plank.
4: <laughs> if I had top three, I'd have to probably stick it in there. Yeah, go Walk ahead. The plank.
3: Oh, I said that anyone uh, wants to steal your thunder. Oh
4: thanks, yeah. man. <coughs> uh also fond of lunch money.
3: Oh yeah. That was it. That was you took it. Why didn't I, I think of that? Yeah.
2: I took it from you.
3: I think it's three bottles
4: of wine.
2: <laughs> John Nephew for U.S. Congress.
1: Okay.
4: Thank you. <laughs> Seems like I had another one, but it's gone. Can't remember.
1: Chris?
0: Um, I enjoy the Settlers of Catan card game, which is different than the board games.
1: Oh, you and Rick play that. Mm-hmm.
0: Because it's a, he uses cards. That's correct, sir. Um, and doesn't have a board. That is also correct. Wow, I've we're never
1: smart.
2: It. I, <laughs> well, I actually would smart. love to play that.
0: Um, the downside of it is that it's only a two player game, but uh, when you're two people looking for something interesting to do, it's very good. Um, and it takes a lot of the the mechanics from the board game and very successfully transfers them to a card game that has slightly different strategies and uh, so on. So so isn't good.
4: there a three to six player expansion?
0: Oh, you know, there game? probably is, but I don't have it. Not either. Yeah. So that's a good one. All right. Um, I like Shadow Fist for multiplayer TCG mm-hmm. yeah, stuff. Yeah, you played
1: a lot of Shadow Fist. I did.
0: Man. Um you know magic again good game but you know multiplayer rules have always been an afterthought at best you know it's really best for two people shadow fist you know is okay with two people but it's much more fun when you've got four five people you know all mixing it up kung fu style so that's funny. mixing about
4: mm-hmm. i'd have to slot magic back into my three there that would be the one i forgot <laughs> <laughs> Because
3: Jax just talked about it. I'll take
4: lunch money. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: I'm going to go with Brawl. Mm. Original Brawl. I really enjoyed that game. I thought that was something. I played the heck out of that game. Uh, As a two-player, quickie, who cares if I lost, I invested ten seconds in this game kind of game. It was awesome. And I could play a lot of it. I, I lost a little bit of interest the more expansions that came out. I, I, you know, the expansions did different weird things, and the art was a little different. I really liked the original set. I thought the original set was really pretty, really visually appealing, and, and the, the mechanic was really uh, straightforward and simple. Uh, and, and showing my cheap-ass roots, James, you owe me royalties. I would say, uh, uh, also, Fight City has always been a favorite of mine. And, uh, nobody loved Fight City when it came out. It was a collectible card game without the collectible aspect. So, you had a set of cards and you deck built your deck from that, but you didn't have to do the whole crazy buying expansions forever, which is why Cheap Ass Games was cheap ass and Wizards had a lot of money. But the fun part was still there. And, um, I I really enjoy that game, and then uh, I've already mentioned that I wish I designed uh, Once Upon a Time, which mm-hmm. is a card game. Mm-hmm. I won't mention Everway, which I guess could be a card game, role playing game. It I doesn't. Guess, right? I was going to say
3: Falling because
1: <laughs> Falling, yeah. yeah, Falling was bar yeah, bar. Falling came before Brawl actually, and. Uh, mm-hmm.
3: It's pretty. You're, you're, yep. you're going to all jump out of an airplane. The last one to die wins. The Isn't like, that cute? I cute. love that.
1: I like well, that's why I worked bra. for Cheap Ass Games. Cheap Ass was solid. And, you know, good on James that he's doing other stuff now. He's a corporate sellout, just like you, right?
2: I know. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> just like <him. laughs> We have a few things in
1: common.
0: <laughs> Card games, right?
2: My very favorite car game of all time, and I'm a Enormous World War II geek, and this uh-huh. is extremely geeky. Up front, absolutely uh-huh. Up front. Signed by Courtney Allen, mm-hmm. and uh, geez, that was like 1986, 87, something like that. Uh, one of my very favorite games of all time. I think it's an absolutely brilliant game design. It's been out of print forever. Uh, you know, Kurt Schilling has the rights to it somewhere. He hasn't won enough World Series yet, or something to really truly bring it out again. But, uh, but we're ready for it, Kurt. So anytime, yes, Kurt. <laughs> Kurt, if you're listening, this is Ray talking. <laughs> <laughs> Do you hear me? We need up front back uh, up front. Love that game.
0: That's a great game, and a new edition that had like really nice art. For example, I've oh,
2: yeah. seen some art. The mm-hmm. art has been commissioned, mm-hmm. has been created, and and uh, yeah, it's that was like six or seven years ago though that I started seeing art for the new edition for upfront, which still has not appeared.
0: Yeah,
1: Kurt, what are you doing, man? Doing
2: World Series. Yeah, well, that's what yeah. he's doing. But <laughs> Kurt, come on. How
1: important could that be? Really? Seriously,
2: upfront.
3: It's off season right now. I mean, come on. He doesn't get back to. Uh, Training camp until February. Yeah, Pitchers exactly.
1: Come sleep. on, that's up plenty of time. Up front on the blog, Kurt. Kurt we up front, it. if you he's need he's probably
0: some help playing with that, an advanced squad leader scenario all about Kursk for the next, you know, two months. Probably. Or so, uh, you know, so, totally working messy. on
2: the finish module or uh-huh. something. But uh-huh. Kurt, seriously, if you need help on up front, just buzz me. We'll we'll get this done.
0: We'll do
1: lunch. Because
2: <laughs> 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 it needs it needs to come
1: back. Uh, that good.
0: All right. Are we done with card games? I think so. Are we done with drinking and blabbing?
1: Podcasting? Mm -hmm. Well, we're done with
0: blabbing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess uh, that's going to draw this um, eccentric episode to a close. I'd like to thank all of my guests for hanging out in my kitchen.
2: Let me finally end by saying... Buy Paragons because it's really cool. You can get that at www.greenrun.com. That's See how
1: smooth he is. Mm-hmm. So Paragons smooth. is
2: really cool. Buy that.
1: Absolutely. Jess, what should, what should they buy?
0: Uh, Pirates Guide to Freeport. Walk the plank.
1: And uh, I abstain.
0: <laughs> hobby Games, the one hundred best.
2: Yes, and buy Hobby Games, the one hundred best.
0: We'll be uh, talking about that more on the next episode previously on podcast. <laughs> so, either, either this is going to
3: become a regular
0: segment or we're done. <laughs> uh, so everyone, uh, have a happy holiday season and uh, you know, after you're done with all your family obligations and overeating play some damn games. That's right. Yeah. And buy some damn games. <laughs> that would also be a plus. Yeah. Goodbye everybody. Good night. This podcast is copyright 2007 Green Living Publishing, music by Bombscare, courtesy of the Podsafe Music Network.